Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And Worship Brother Ken. And we are back. There we are. Back to doing our own shenanigans. Change the background a little bit if you guys are watching. No, I'm not because you told me to pull up the likes because you're banned. Oh, um, mm, okay. Yeah, we're, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> let's do the likes. <laughs> All right, let's do the likes. Uh, I believe we left off at Jake Tremblay. Yes. So we've got uh, Josh Jenkins. Charles Lupo, member of Ashley Rasputuck Lodge, number 142. We've got Michael John and Ben Davis. Over on Instagram, mm -hmm. we've got Henry Joseph, Yonatan Manzano, Khalil Guan... Guan I read these all before, too. I thought I had that one. Uh, Robert Gagonis, uh, Will Vaughn, Anna Yagnik, and Dylan Wells. Very nice. All right. Uh, Ken, you haven't led one in a while. Go for it. Ooh. Not right on. Charge these cannons. Yeah, that was be George. Fine. You'll be fine. Everything's wow. apple flavored tonight. Everything is right. apple flavored. Yes, it's oh, fall. It's like apple teenies. Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brethren. Vivat. 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 It's like Apple Overload. Keith Noonan. George could read them better than Ken. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I gotta turn Joe up just a hair. All right. Uh, we did have one uh, Apple uh, review, a uh, five-star review, but um, mm, it came you. through on my email through uh, something else, and now I can't seem to find it. You got uh, you have an iPhone there, right? Joe? Yes, no, I do. Right? It's like oh, it okay. came through on... Uh, what do you want me to look for the on the it's podcast? In my email. It notified you via email. And it notified me via it, yeah. email, but it hasn't been updated to uh, uh, what's it called yet? Uh, Apple. So it'll eventually come through. If not, you guys can keep just jaw whacking, and I'll find it. Whoa, jaw whacking. Yeah, that's the best one. word. I've I got one from October thirtieth. No, no, this one was fairly recently. And that's the most recent one they have on the Apple podcast. Mm. Readings and reviews. Was it in weekly report? Maybe it was in weekly report. Nope. Yeah, nope. latest one I've got nope. is from the 30th. Nope, nope, nope. All right, don't worry about it. We'll I get it next time. It we'll get you next time. I did see you. I just yeah. don't know what it Maybe is. Maybe they took it back. Maybe they did. Yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes they take a, a little while to update. Yeah, you. yeah, no, they definitely do. So, Keith, uh, uh, let's see here. Lunatic. Greetings, brothers. Lunatic friends. Greetings. 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 Oh, yeah. And, uh, we're going to get into our topic, and Joe doesn't know what our topic is. No, I have is. no idea what our topic is. But our mm -hmm. topic is going to be... Let's see, is it um, the Southside Masonic? Yep. How did you know? 
Oh, because he's watching. I'm smart. Watching I'm, smart. Oh. I'm smart. I'm wicked smart. I'm smart. Because yeah, he loves watching himself <laughs> on YouTube. So we're going to go over the Southside Masonic Lodge number four six. Uh, 493 mm-hmm. and the fatal shooting that took place there i don't know anything uh, about that never heard of it well it was if you've seen any of the masonry exposed hold on ken do it mm-hmm. ready masonry exposed <laughs> yeah. um if you see any of the masonry exposed things they love to highlight this story so uh this actually happened in 2004 and i'm just going to read it this is from the new york times so yeah we could already start with that you know it's good background the ones that broke the uh oh no that was new york post never mind yeah it was new york post never mind new york times i'm gonna leave that one right there um but anyway this is a a story it's on uh, new york times you can read it um by patrick healy uh march 10th 2004 and i'm gonna read the story and then we will dissect it if we will and then uh, we'll get into it. And he writes, The initiation rituals at the Masonic Lodge here have been bathed in secrecy over the years. Ooh, Ooh bathed like in blood. That's yeah. the, I love how they use the these there. catch words, right? They use yeah. bathed, mm-hmm. bathed in secrecy. Shut up. We just keep our doors locked. Whatever. Yeah. Crappy writing. Should have been wallowing. Wallowing right, in secrecy. Like, I prefer, I prefer yeah. bath bombs. Not there you Seriously. I had to change the... Uh, the, the because it was like the reverb was still echoing. On. No, I changed it so I could have it like the the soundboard. I could have to like different settings, and I had it on you know, hall. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, so it was still on there. Um, but now I changed it to a flatter <laughs> one. But anyway, uh, the initiation rituals at the Masonic Lodge here have been bathed in secrecy over the years. The climax of Monday night ceremony was to be a simple prank. A new member of the Fellow Craft Club, a select group within the lodge, would sit in a chair while others while an older member stood 20 feet away and fired a handgun loaded with blanks. Uh, the ritual went terribly wrong inside Southside Masonic Lodge number f- uh, 493 in a basement littered with rat traps, tin cans, and nine-foot-tall guillotine. And uh, you proud of me? I said guillotine, not guillotine. Yeah, I'm very proud um, of you. And a setup designed to mimic walking a plank. Okay. So what year was this? I'm sorry. 2004. Is when it was written. So no, that's that's when it happened. That's yeah. when it happened. Yep. <clears throat> Had uh, they not seen the crow? Did they not hear about what happened with the crow? <laughs> that was like ninety nine, right? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, should have had that. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. The yep. shooter, a seventy six year old Mason, Albert. There's your first mistake. Yeah, was, yeah. That was <laughs> hey, come over and standing at this wall. I'm gonna shoot this apple off your head. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're really on this apple theme tonight, huh? Mm. Oh, fall. Feel very fall because my daughter's been playing Christmas music all freaking week, and I'm going to choke the shit out of her. Uh, if she keeps doing it. Way to go, kid. Uh, uh, he was carrying two handguns: a 22 caliber handgun with blanks in his left pocket, and a 32 caliber gun with live rounds in his right pocket. 38, I think. It says 32 on here, but it's the New York Times, right? Yeah. yeah, they don't understand. They don't know what it is. It was a 38 special. That was the number of magazines that were in the revolver. Was 50 yeah. rounds in a clip. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, anyway, we won't. Well, we won't. <laughs> yeah, we've said our piece. You guys started we've said our piece. Yeah. Uh, Not well. a fan of Mr. Healy's writing. Uh, his band sucked, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he reached into his right pocket, pulled out the wrong gun, and shot William James, a 47-year-old fellow Mason, in the face, killing him, <laughs> says authorities. As you laugh. Mm, yeah, um, it was a little poorly timed. I mean... 
So let's let's break it down. Anybody who's a gun owner knows there's one thing. Whether the gun is loaded or not, you never point it at never anybody. Point you don't plan on destroying it. Correct. Right. So I mean, rule number one: for you any, don't play with guns, no, loaded or unloaded. No, 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 not even a ritual. Like, no, that's not even, never. That's not even funny. I mean, even point a gun. I mean, I get pissed off when my kid <clears> points his Nerf gun at me. I want to throttle him in the yeah, face. Like, uh, you're just looking yeah. for an excuse to throttle him in the face, though. Let's be honest. Fair point. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but like seriously, I joked about the crow, but that's. Hollywood, that's trained professionals, people that know what they're doing. Correct. And it's still things can still go wrong. Twice, wasn't it? So you're gonna you're gonna rely on a seventy six year I'm sure he's a very nice man and a good brother, but he's seventy six years old. Yeah. Anybody anybody no, no. We'll get into that. But everybody makes mistakes. If you if you do something silly like you have a gun loaded with blanks for a prank in one pocket and you're carrying a concealed carry in the other pocket Let's you shouldn't be, be walking in the lodge room like that. That's, right. that's a negligent right. homicide. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, let's, let's uh, not whitewash it here. Yeah, it's, no, that's yeah. a negligent homicide. The court had its own ideas, but yeah, I mean, from right. from the the information gleaned from that article, yeah, that would be a negligent homicide. I just have to re- to reiterate that most gun owners are pretty freaking safe. Uh, and no better than to do this. Most shit. of them do. Most. Yeah. Most right. of us are very. Tell that to the guy's right. ghost. Yeah. Like, ah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, Mr. Eid, a World War II veteran who had a license to carry his own pistol and often did, pleaded not guilty Tuesday afternoon to second degree manslaughter and released for, on a $2,500 bail. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, again, as a gun owner, how do you plead not guilty? You killed the freaking dude. Yeah, I because like, you have to plead not because guilty. Because the charge was second degree manslaughter. You you plead not guilty, which is not chances in court. Yeah, it's not a it's not. Maybe a, that's me, but if I shot somebody a, a friend no. of mine in the face, like yeah, yeah put me behind bars. It's not, but it's voluntary. Stupid, right? So, um, he was wearing a his blue Masonic jacket during his arraignment in Central Islip. Do we have blue Masonic jackets? I don't think so. Uh, in 2000, what is that like? Yeah. If you win the Masters of the I Masonic, mean, no, like those golf members outing? only, like blue, like the blue bomber, like um, yeah, like, uh, uh, like a satin jacket, like the old, uh, yeah. like the big ragu. So from, uh, yeah. So let's be yeah. clear about. Well, we've seen Grand Lottery, the white, the white jacket, like the, the Ken would look good in a white jacket. No, he wouldn't. He'd disappear. No. <laughs> Suffolk County Police called the shooting an accident, the consequence of one man's confusion. Confusion. What? Which is why he shouldn't have a gun. Confusion. Yeah. If he's a confused old Oh, player, we're talking about... He's talking about the old... Oh, the I'm talking about, how are you confused? You pointed a gun at a, uh, at a person's face. There's no, nothing confused. He, no, he's, he's talking confused. about confusion about the gun in his he, pocket. He pulled right. the wrong gun, yeah. Right. Well, here's a concept. Don't, don't keep a loaded gun in your pocket oh, right. yeah. with intention to aim at something. It's, it's just a bad... Somebody should have stepped in and, and whispered good counsel and said, Hey... I know this might sound fun, but this is a bad idea. Let's right. let's be transparent, and it, it's just a bad idea. Also, I'd like to interject and do the lawyer thing and say that nowhere in any Masonic ritual or Fellowcraft Club ritual, no. because this was a Fellowcraft mm-hmm. Club. This was not a Masonic thing. It was their little thing that they decided mm-hmm. to do that one night. There's no published ritual that says you're to point so, a blank-loaded firearm. So let's be clear. Well, I'm glad you picked brought this up before we go any further here. Uh the Grand Lodge, at least our Grand Lodge, has rules about making your own ritual. Yep. And you can be thrown out for oh, basically yeah, making your own rituals. So You're in essence 
clandestine at that point. Yeah. Yes, you have to, if you're going to make your own ritual or your own degree, it has to be approved by the Grand Lodge. They have to mm -hmm. look at it, review it, and be like, hey, all right. Like, for instance, again, our Chamber of Reflection, which really isn't, Connecticut really doesn't, not that they don't care, it's just that they they don't monitor it because it's there's again it's a chamber of reflection it's been around for 100 years right it's not a um and if grand lodge wanted to come up here and be like we want to see your chamber of reflection ritual innovation, that's what i was like right if, if if we want if i like again Ooh, you owe me 20 bucks ah uh, shit i'm that guy today <laughs> um it's an 866 number so you know it's nobody anyway um it's, La it's lavanda callback from <laughs> yeah <laughs> Call but, back from that hey server. baby, you said seven fifteen. You're late. <laughs> but if Grand Lodge did want to come up here, all right, and say, "Hey, we heard you out of a chamber of reflection. We want to see what your ritual is," I would have to disclose it and give it to them. Now you wrote it, right? For I wrote it. Start. And at any point in time, the Grand Lodge could be like, "Yeah, we don't like it. You're not doing this anymore." But here would be my yeah. counter argument: it's not part of the degree. At least the way we do it in Ashtaratsatuck, it's it's during dinner. So mm -hmm. lodge oh, is not as open ours, before yeah. ours. So mm -hmm. lodge isn't open. It's, yeah. it's but technically speaking, I you mean, could call it a ritual. I right? hate Again. to. I'd hate to. Not that I hate to side at the side of Grand Lodge here in this one, but it is still something that you are. Uh, you, you you're still doing it. That pertains to in masonry, the name of in the name of masonry, right? Yep. So, so they do have a say in that. You've got to be transparent right. about what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and again, the chamber reflection is relatively benign, right? There's nothing in there that's besides yeah. for maybe shitting your pants when you go in the dark room or whatever. It's relatively benign. I'm you know? guessing you probably didn't write anything into your version of the ritual that was all that different from, for example, what they do in um, Commandry Knights Temple uh, or anything Changed, like that. yes, some things. Like, I okay. took out good old JC. Yeah, but you don't put somebody um, in there with a loaded firearm. No. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like, you don't yes, make it right. like, dangerous or anything no. that would and cause And I think that any issue. Grand Lodge, if they knew this was going on, would probably would, have a problem. They would end it immediately. Yeah. They would stop Absolutely. It. Um, so we can be clear that there is no Masonic ritual, fellow craft, anything uh, that is sanctioned that there's firearms in the lodge. Correct. Uh, even during, during, I mean, Christ, we can go back to our episode about firearms in the lodge and how we had the discussion. There are some mm -hmm. lodges that don't want them in there. Right. Yours being yeah. a perfect example. Right? Isn't your lodge... Well, that's my opinion. However, there are some police officers in there okay. that, that uh, do. But I'm saying when you were yeah. master, you said... Yeah, if the master oh. says no. Yeah, that was that was my prerogative. So, would you, yep. so would you as master who didn't want firearms in the lodge, be okay with a fellow craft club? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. And when I was master, the fellow craft club consisted of Ray C, I uh -huh. users, and Rob C. Yep, yep. So you know they would have been like, you have no authority here. Right. You have, you no, have authority. no power. <laughs> you have yeah. no power over the fellow craft club. Uh, but, right, right. They're... There's no way. I think if it's still being done in the name of masonry, though, the Grand Lodge yeah, there's no way I lock that shit down. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so uh, the incident exposes a centuries-old secret society to a rare degree of public scrutiny. Oh, is this from the same article? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> public scrutiny really isn't all that rare of our... our no, it's like pretty much constant there, Mr. Healy. Uh, late Monday night, police carried evidence and ritual objects out of the Masons' one-story lodge in... Pat Patchog? Patchog, New York? Yeah. Long Island. Yeah. For figures for right. Long Island. Well, he was arraigned in like Islip or something, right? You ever so meet a tough guy from Long Island? Not the Islanders. No. <laughs> no. 
Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. Somebody's from Long Island. I'm like, typical Long Islander. Right. Jets fans. Um, all day Tuesday, television reporters and curious neighbors examined the club's brick, bricked over walls and peered into the front door to glimpse a bulletin board announcing the order's recent charity efforts. Oh, all right. No, well, okay. It's a positive thing. Um, they threw the one the shooting. Even though, even though some dude got his brain splattered. Right. I mean, well, but they're, they're charitable. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're giving money to... <laughs> as they're, as they're washing up. everything up with bleach, then <laughs> you, you see the... Oh, look, they do charity work. See, this is the fun about this, right? It's a Masonic Lodge, and I know oh, you're supposed to protect your brothers, but we can also make fun of them when you do something stupid, right? Mm. Like in Discord. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Murder and being a dumbass accepted. (laughs) (laughs) And in this case, you were both. You win. Uh, Masonic leaders statewide were quick to disavow the incident, saying it was not Masonic custom to shoot guns at other members. This is true. This is a fact. It's not disavowing. It's a fact. Unless you're talking like the 1700s where you were dueling to settle an argument. I don't see But you were doing that even if you weren't a Mason. Exactly. Even in the ancient ritual, if you look online, like you see the the guy laying on the checkerboard and everybody's got swords pointed at him. All right, whatever. It's a freaking sword. You know, no one's... I mean, you... uh, Sure, did somebody lose an ear at some point? Sure, yeah. <laughs> you might have cut somebody a little bit. But um, there are no... And understand that our ritual predates firearms. Mm. Right. And there are some elements of well, it that are... Was there firearms in the 1600s? Yeah, there was, right? Uh, was it sure. Like 1600s, Very rudimentary. Yeah. Rudimentary, right? Yeah. Could you imagine... The, the, <laughs> I got to bring this back, right? Could you imagine if this ritual was actually a true Masonic ritual? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wheel lock and go... Yeah. You're biting the wad off the thing and just yeah. slides to the left a little you know, bit. Like, you gotta light the fuse on. Boom! Oh, my bad. You hear, you hear the guy go, what the fuck? Well, yeah, they had muskets for sure back then, right? Right. They did, yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway. But anyway, I know we're making fun of this, but we probably shouldn't. Come on. Tighten it up, guys. Haunted Lodge. I'm yeah. just saying. You know, we have our own ghost here. Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They call up, call him up. Be like, hey, these fucking idiots are up here making fun of us. I'm so. talking about Ken. Oh, yeah. true, true, true. true. Hi. He'll keep us. He'll keep me at bay. Speaking of white, hello, brother Matt Goldsmith, uh, Ontario, yeah, Canada, yeah. the Great White North. Nice. Um, let's see here. Where did I leave off with this? Uh, oh, oh, there's more. Oh yeah, it keeps going. Yeah. But wait, there's more. Uh, Rob Steiner is spokesperson for the Ron Steiner, not Rob Steiner. Not Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. <laughs> or Scott Steiner. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> That's where I was Pick going. Pump is your hookup. He spoke for the New York State Grand Lodge. Free and accepted Masons, which oversees all Masonic lodges in the state, says the social club was not officially tied to the organization. That's a stretch. So it may be in New York, it might be a social club, a fellow craft club, whereas here in Connecticut, I believe it is kind of. Mas- I don't know who chartered the fellow craft club in first district that we're a member of well i mean i know the fellow craft club does have bylaws that have to be reviewed well, by yeah, grand lodge correct here in connecticut i don't know i mean you have to have bylaws i think i'm not part of a fellow craft club before i disbanded you know, the one at ashler aspetuck they didn't have bylaws they didn't have jesus anything christ <laughs> disbanded and they say i'm the freaking angry one yeah. he's like you're disbanded he's like the ice man like, well, all right you guys are done We'll get into. We'll talk about that off air. But <laughs> just saying, judge, jury, and executioner over yeah. here. The name hey, sticks. You know no me. No longer exists. I'm the the law and order candidate. Uh, this is far beyond the concept of reality. It's mind boggling. I hate when they use that word. Mm. Mind boggling. There's three words in the in the English word 
three things that I can't stand. Moist. 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 <laughs> Definitely number one. <laughs> Two, supper. I hate when people say supper. Oh, yeah. Freaking nuts. Yeah. It's dinner. Well, no, it's there's a difference. Dinner. There's a difference between supper and dinner. So explain it to me, please. Supper. Two different meals. Refers to, and I may have these reversed, and I learned this at the monastery. Mm-hmm. Supper, I believe, refers to an evening meal. Okay. Okay. So it always takes place in the evening. Okay. okay. Dinner simply refers to the largest meal of the day, which you can have at any time. Oh. So you can have dinner at noon and supper at night. Okay. And I could have them reverse right. where supper's the largest meal and supper could be. But no, that's the that difference. That just makes me cringe. Yeah, and three right. is when people say, oh, my God, it's mind-boggling. Oh, my God. Just say unbelievable. Why is it going to be mind-boggling? It sounds You just don't like multi-syllable mm-hmm. words. True. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to be straight to the point. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we keep going sideways on this, which is fun. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. Uh, mystery and suspicion are woven into the history of the Freeman. I feel like I should be doing this with like yeah, Alex Jones voice. Um, back on. They're, who traced their roots to the stone workers guild, the medieval Gothic cathedrals, blah, 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 blah. Over mm-hmm. the years, South Side, I'm just going to skip all past this. I mean, you can remember. Yeah. You know the whole deal. The all-seeing eye, the handshakes, the the fact that we freaking Baphomet and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um, that was sarcasm for any conspiracy theorists. Yeah, listening. we don't Straight worship Baphomet. Sarcasm. Over the years, the Southside Masonic Lodge members developed their own initiation rules for the social club in the lodge that set them apart from most other Masonic organizations, members said. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you mean like what? Mm-hmm. P2. Well, no, right. it was a social club in the lodge, so. Sounds like there's a lot of CYA going on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, right? Well, no, we set ourselves up as a separate organization. Blah, blah, but blah. you're not. But because you're at not. any point in time, like Morningstar just can't decide to just do its own Master Mason degree because that's against that's different. your charter. Well, that's what they're saying here. The Southside Masonic Lodge members developed their own initiation rituals for, for the social club. Excuse me. For the stuff. social club. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, you know what? In those History Channel shows... I don't remember them ever saying it was a separate social order. They were always like, oh, it happened during one of the degrees. Right? Which correct. I guess is technically correct, right. but they made it always sound like it was part it of the part of official or something. Yeah. And that's not true. No. So, Could be further from They figured freaking Long Island. <laughs> so uh, I just want to just add to this as well. Like, um, For anybody who joins a fellow craft club, or a social club, and somebody says, hey, we're going to do this ritual where you put a gun at your face, uh, leave. <laughs> well, he may may have not been told ahead of time. You know what? There are some like trust building or trust related things that right. are part of normal Masonic ritual. They're just, they don't take it to that. So uh, there's no step. inherent danger. I right. kind of found out what this ritual. But I think that's the precedent, right? Like right. that's why these clubs would want to do something like that because it's like, well, how how much do you trust your brothers? Uh, well, and that's what this whole I ritual mean, was. I wouldn't trust you to point a gun at my face. No. <laughs> no, nor would I, I want you to. Implicitly, but right. I wouldn't trust myself to, to do it, no matter yeah. how many times I checked it. And yeah. I mean, I'm also just... short, though. I'll probably end up missing hitting you in the Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want a gut wound, man. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. Those things um, suck. <laughs> But uh, uh, just 
Slow I just want to dabble on this this ritual. I have seen this. I I've not seen this ritual personally, but I've seen it on what they were trying to do in a documentary or something. On the History Channel? Uh, I think it was the History Channel. And it was basically they blindfolded him, and they had him standing there, and it was to trust in your brothers, right? So what they did was it was supposed to be a blank gun, and they put a set of cans behind him. Mm-hmm. And a, a mason would smack the can off when he would fire the gun. Okay. And you were to stand there and just kind of... I don't know, I guess, trust your brother, I right. guess? That, that he was shooting at you and he, missing? Yeah. Or, or, or it's like the old knife-throwing thing. I'm going to shoot around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. it even worse, though, because he's blindfolded. You don't have to point the thing at him at all. No, so you don't. how does he right. get shot in the face? Because the guy's 76 and got confused. <laughs> and he pointed a gun at somebody's head? That did. It was probably <laughs> on Long Island. Oh, my God. Yeah, this this gets worse and worse. Again, it was probably where they were knocking the cans off, think, think, you know, with the, with the, the yeah. stick and the, as he was firing. But then they pulled the blindfold off, and there's the gun pointed at his face, and uh, pulled the trigger, and it's blank. Oh, Trust I your brothers. You. I'm not going to shoot you. Right. Still fucking stupid. Well, he <laughs> had the same gun, right? Well, he, that's the thing. He had two different guns. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just find it. It just I mean, I'm really, sure the courts went through all this, and I don't want to ever speak ill of a brother, but it just seems really like everything possible could have stupid? gone wrong. Well, here's my thought on it. So, I it's stupid. That's probably So this idea, social club, this that. fellow craft club, consists of multiple people. Right. Mm-hmm. So they all got together collectively and said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if, and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That yeah, sounds, sounds great. Like great yeah, that's exercise. a great idea. <laughs> like, come on. It sounds like something that we would come up with, but I never actually go like through with. This fellow craft club may have had a little bud passing around, right? Like, they have something passing around. Cause, I this mean, would be a great idea. We even, after research, decided Charles Island was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah but we never did it because we're not Right, because sane. we went up about it and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah this isn't like, worth it. This and we also realized what the risk factor. What's the risk factor? So there's a couple risk factors. One, we get sucked out in the undertow and we never come back and record again. Yeah. Two, we get stranded out on Charles Island, which is infested with uh, rats, snakes, rats snakes, and mosquitoes yeah. that yeah. carry disease-borne... Uh, yeah, and the Coast Guard has to come rescue us and we have to pay the bill. Yeah. And we get arrested. And get fined. And, and, and get a nice... Yeah, uh, there's like... And a write-up in the get... newspaper about how Freemasons suck <laughs> and they're like trying to <laughs> right. destroy... And then we have yeah. trying to take over the world. They can't even take an island. Yeah. They yeah. can't tell. They can't read a time yeah. chart. Yeah. And then we have uh, a story by uh, Patrick Healy coming out about how we're all stupid. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if all we all right. got together at the podcast and we're like, let's do a trust exercise. Like, wouldn't you just do like a trust fall thing and not like point loaded firearms? Yeah, but I still wouldn't even trust you either of you. Exactly. Oh, I'm pulling my hands out of me. Absolutely, you are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not only that, but you'll put like a steaming pile or something <laughs> under me so I fall into yeah. it. That's what we would do. That's why I don't trust it. That's what most Masons um, would do, which makes it all the more unbelievable that this even happened. It's just like a perfect storm kind of scenario. Well, let's continue on here. Um, unbelievable. Uh, no members of the lodge could remember pistols being used in their rituals. <laughs> no crap. I didn't see shit. <laughs> we ain't found shit. They are not allowed in Masonic clubhouses. Clubhouses? Come on, clubhouses? What are we, the freaking sons of anarchy? You could Mr. probably be Jax. Mr. Healy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you could probably be Jax. I'll take that as a compliment. He ate a tractor trailer at the end of the last season. Yeah, I know. I watched them. <laughs> but some described initiations that were part prank, part exercise in trust. I dated a big girl once. 
What the hell does that have to do with anything? I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> did, oh, did he shit. like them a little thick or something? Oh, my God. You're freaking horrible. <laughs> you got that. You got well, yeah, that. I got okay, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michael <laughs> Beckwith, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need a moment here. Uh, said that when he was initiated into the group five years ago, two mousetraps were placed before him, and he was told that one worked and one was broken, he said. That's just stupid. Who would stick their finger in a mousetrap? You ever? St- Did it say that he had to stick his finger in it? Uh, it's a another member's his finger. Another member tested the broken trap, then told Mister Pequet to touch the the live one, and he did to discover that it too was a dud. Okay, so I see what they're doing. He took a mousetrap, yeah. he popped it, and then he swapped them out and put the dud one in there, and it was to trust you. That's stupid. Or he had two and said that, that one was like broken and one is crap. Yeah. It does. Like, what are they really going to swallow goldfish now? Yeah, like, I know, on, right? It's a Greek uh, life thing. Yeah, it was a hot sauce. I'll swallow. I'll swallow goldfish with a little hot sauce on top of it. Good to go. Um, quiet, you. <laughs> um, no, that's just stupid. You ever snap the mousetrap on your finger, like trying to set a trap? They suck. They hurt like a bitch. No, I haven't no, because I've been yeah, very careful. It'll break a bone for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's designed yeah. to, like, yeah, it's a lot of torque there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really harmless things, said Mr. Paquette. It was Apparently just for... <laughs> You to be there to realize that you were in good hands and you didn't have to fear anything. If somebody put a mousetrap in front of me to stick your finger in it. Fuck you. <laughs> Wasn't it not so long ago that we were shocking each other with um, like a dog collar? Yeah, but you knew right. it was coming. But you knew it was coming. Yeah. And you're like, okay, if it. you get this answer wrong, you're going and to right. be shocked. And he was saying that he had it set it's to real. five. Hold and on. I trust that it wasn't jacked up to 11 and half the time it was. Okay. That's but, true. But That's true. But fair point. Joe said he can't get shocked, so we didn't. Right. Right. We were smart about it. But you still shocked me with a higher... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I load than, yeah, because but again, that's not going to kill you. It's not going to break a bone. Now. It's not going to like. He's got a point, you know. Yeah. All right. You're mm-hmm. no white knight. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, on Monday night, Mr. James and Mr. Ede were among ten men who set the set to performing the club's initiation. Uh, Mr. James. The first to be initiated sat down on a chair. The, twi- the two tin cans were placed on a shelf by his head. And there we go. Uh, mm-hmm. The idea was for Mr. Ede to fire two blank rounds, and a man standing behind Mr. James would knock the cans down with a stick. And then it happened. This is a tragedy, said Mr. Ede's lawyer, James O'Rourke. Oh, don't trust anybody with the last name O'Rourke. Why? I don't know. Right? I don't know what you have against the Irish now. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, O'Rourke? I don't know. It's kind of a cool name. Wasn't that in, uh, what was that? Uh, Fantasy Island? You're thinking Mr. Rourke? Yes. Right? He was the douche in the movie, right? Rourke, not O'Rourke. Oh, all right, right. Movie? It was a TV show. I take it back. Did they make a movie out of it? They could have made a movie. I think they Um, did, and it sucked. He is absolutely beyond grief-stricken. Yeah! You shot a friend. In the face. In the face. (laughs) In the face. Like, close casket. Yeah, you should feel like shit. Um, this, I don't know what I, uh, this is a mistake, not a criminal act. Uh, the Southside Masons are mostly middle-aged or retired men who come from middle-class backgrounds. The group once included about 500 members, but membership there at uh, other Masonic lodges has fallen over the years. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the group now has about 150 members, said Peter Berg, a member. There are about 67,000 Masons across New York State. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, orders like the Southside Masons seem more than concerned today with Chris. Oh, wait. Orders like Southside Masons seem more concerned today with Christmas parties and raising money for blood drives in children's charities and ritual. Okay, all right, that makes I'm sense. About pancake breakfast, come I on, do man, like do your research. Or the meatless pasta. Yeah, seriously. You say chili, I swear to God, I'm flipping this. <laughs> <off>. uh, <laughs> chili. <laughs> do it. You're just sour. You lost the white beans. Chili. No points for second place. Maverick. <laughs> Fewer Masons knew Mr. James, but officials with the town of Brookhaven, where he worked for the planning department, where he didn't plan out his Masonic ritual too freaking smart, uh, described him as a friendly man. <laughs> I love watching Ken's head just go down and shake. Uh, didn't plan your night accordingly, did you? Still a brother. Um, devoted to his family, James' wife, Susan. So it's very sudden. I'm very upset. Yeah, I'd be pissed off, though. Uh, to me, it was just a social thing. Uh, that's all I got for this one. Uh, on this one, there's another story that basically mimics this on uh, webmit.edu. So, uh, but it, it pretty much just tells the same damn story of it. So, it's sad. It's, it's really very sad. sad, especially when you know we talk about trust amongst brothers, and you know, you know, there's a, a part where you're told to to not fear anything, and correct, you put your trust in. And that's part of the, the ritual is like, okay, I'm gonna, I know these guys. I'm going to trust them. Nothing bad's going to happen. But trust, well, you can't have any risk of something bad happening if you're going to. I mean, trust only goes far. I mean, mm-hmm. stupidity sometimes supersedes trust, right? So if it's something that's completely stupid and you know you probably shouldn't do it. Right, but the guy with the blindfold didn't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm talking to the, the ten guys that were there, right. with the exception of him. Like, right? Should have been like, yeah, this is a bad. This idea. is a bad idea. Like, I mean, the mousetrap thing, I could see, right? Because you're not nobody's going to accidentally. Die. Yeah, I mean, worst that could worst thing that could happen you might is break you break a finger. A finger but I mean, you, you're going to have these things in your ritual kit. These two broken mousetraps that don't work. It's going to be very right. difficult to have one in your back pocket and accidentally swap one. Here's my problem. Well, there's firearms involved, man. That's just it's never. You got to respect. Bad here's practice. my here's my problem with all this. Okay, our ritual is an ancient ritual, and it means something because of the history behind it. This shit. There's no history behind it. It's just. It's just college pranks. Yeah, well, it's, There's it's, no, like, handguns weren't around during King Solomon's time. Neither were mousetraps. Like, right. No, it's just so straight up trust relevance. exercise. Trust exercise, that's it. Well, it's a bunch of guys, and I think you nailed it on the head before, a bunch of guys that are Masons that like to think of themselves. They probably got really into Sons of Anarchy. Right. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did something yeah. like that? We'll have yeah. our own. Was that around in 2004? The Southside, whatever, Southside right. Masons. Because it's not good enough to be... You know, a mason from Lodge, number blah, blah, blah. We're the South Side Masons. Like sharks and jets? Like, come on. Now, see, this is where I, I, I run a fine line here because I do think that innovation in Freemasonry is a good thing. Coming up with a new degree or coming up with something special. For instance, your farm degree. Bull, it's it's amazing. The amount of masons that come to see this thing, yeah. amazing. Your civil war degree, like these are all things that are innovative. Like they're they're fun. They make people. Oh, I want to go see that. So but we don't change the ritual, right? And right. I would say I would say they're not necessarily innovative because you know in the civil war, that's likely how some degrees were. Yeah, compared. they were doing the same thing that we do. And today. out in the middle of rural America, some degrees might have been delivered the way the the farm degree right. was. So right. it's. 
it's innovative from the standpoint that you're shining light on something that likely <laughs> happened in the past and building right. on it. But like you said, adding mousetraps and firearms. It's stupid and, to me. Yeah, just, can't do that. It's stupid. It's childish shit. It's like, oh, right. oh we're going to make him uh, lay in the ground, and when we go to lift him up, I'm going to stick my ass in front of his face and fart on him. Like That's to me what it feels like. It's just stupid right. fucking pranks. It's, it's high school, it's college, high school fraternity shit. Like, stuff. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, However, men and Masons should know better. i got to give credit yep. where credit is due. The Scottish Rite has it right. They keep changing degrees. Have you noticed this? They change the setting of right. the degree but the lesson is always the Correct. same. The moral but lesson is always the same. I would but, love to see, and one of the things I always said, I would love to see the Master Mason degree in modern times. I, I think I said it's on a private yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to see it modernized. Like, keep the same names, keep the same ritual, but make it a, <clears throat> a more modern type setting. You know what I mean? Where the ruffians are union guys and you're building a skyscraper ah, in downtown New York. Bingo. Thugs. Yeah, like, oh, there you go. Uh, are they all going to talk about the thing? <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa plays the role of Hiram Abiff. <laughs> the, 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 the ruffian's last name, instead of being Jubilat Jubilat, they're all start with Genovese. Sprig of Acacia's in the end zone at Giant Stadium. Can I say goodbye to my dues card? <laughs> 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 or are we just going to take it? Hey, give me the secret. Uh, hey. Should I just burn it You know what's going to happen if you don't? It's going to be a bada bing bada boom. And just, no. no, but I, I, in all seriousness, I think that innovation. I love looking at Ken's face. Instead of. Remember the part where, they, and I'm not going to get specifics, but there's a part where they're, they're le- the ruffians are trying to leave? Yeah. And they're going the way that they right, go. Right, right. Hey, I got some subway tokens. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's jump the turnstile. One of the craftsmen, the one who sits down and needs a rest, he's Fat Tony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to sit on the carpet. Get, get, I ain't too, too much super sad. <laughs> I got the meat sweats. Hold on. I got to shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. I think we should bring this to the grand lodge. Is that our district deputy knocking on the door right now? When's our annual? When's our annual? Hey, I brought the cannolis. Just stand up and like, Grandmaster, I'd like to be recognized for a minute. I have this new modern ritual. It involves three Genovese, Fat Tony, and in modern times. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! That was a good one. I needed that laugh. Um, but that honestly, could, that could God, be a skit. It could be a skit. Uh, but honestly, well, it you have to be, be careful. We could change it enough. Where right, right, right. Uh, but that, it, it, all joking aside, everything. I think that innovation in a degree or doing it differently or doing something, it makes people want to come see it. Like everybody right. can see a master yeah. school. Oh, I'm gonna go see a master degree. It's gonna be this. See, granted, some lodges changed, people change the way they do their ritual changes. Sometimes you get, you know, just people who are flat, right? Where they're just monotone, and those are the worst degrees when oh, you yeah. don't act it out. Yeah. Please don't be that guy. Don't just read the words. And act. don't and don't say it really fast with a super high voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, I mean, part of that is like you, you, that's part of learning ritual, right? Like you try to get it all out, right. and then if you yeah. keep working at it, you pray, then you, you work on your delivery. Poor Messner. You stop right that's there, then you're screwed. <laughs> I love Messner. No, no I, but no, I mean, really. uh, you were saying about the, what were you just saying about the ritual, everything, something about um, 
Well, like it, fumbling it or, or doing it fast and just trying to get it all out. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's part of learning it. Right. Yeah. But if you put emphasis in, you know, your acting. I mean, act. What the hell? Right. No one's yeah. going to make fun of you. You have to learn it first. To you be, have to get it right. memorized. And then you kind of like, <clears throat> you know, get your intonation down and right. where your emphasis is going to be right. and what props you're going to use or what you're pointing to, where you're going to be in the lodge room, your footwork, that kind of thing. Well, and I've done, I can tell you, I've done the middle chamber at least 10 times, maybe a dozen times at this point. And I've never done it the same way twice. Right. Because each mm-hmm. time I try to, oh, if I do this differently or if I say this differently or if I pause here or if I add this element to it, mm-hmm. um, it, it just changes. So you're always refining and, and you know, it's, it's like you said, it's acting, it, it's mm-hmm. art. You're constantly refining it. You're never going to be completely satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what keeps it right. fresh. And I'm I fine like with it. And I'm fine with innovation. I, I, I really think that masonry needs to do things like this. Yeah. Make it modern. Uh, take it out of King Solomon's... Uh, because, again, to, to me personally, the whole King Solomon, you know, I get that part of it, right? But the lesson is the underlying thing. So if you can just change the setting or the time or make it in the 1920s. Make right. it... Yeah, you know, I mean... You can make it differently. Uh, you can innovate it. And I think that would draw more people back to Freemasonry. Because, again, you could only see the Master Mason degree or any of the degrees so many times until you – it's like, oh, we know what's coming. Right. <laughs> right. And that's why, like, with the when, last time I did the middle chamber, and it was the first time I did it this way here, I uh, had all the lights brought down, and I guided them through the mm-hmm. middle chamber. And I'm sorry which about that. Which should be dark with a lantern. And I had a, per, I had a projector that I was going to project on the wall. Yeah, and we were going to go real sense. low light, almost oh. like... So you were like the hermit. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, and I actually That's have cool. a, a staff that I could do it with like a, a wooden... Mm. Looks like what the hermit would hold in the tarot yeah, card. Like the but cover now, of Zoso. That's but think cool about one. doing the middle chamber as, I don't know, you're going down a mine shaft and you're a miner and you've got the... Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Little innovations like Little things like that. like that you can make some changes to. Um, but I, with all the innovations, don't make it with handguns. Right. Yeah. No. Don't bring firearms. Yeah. So when we talked no. about the, the mines, don't bring like dynamite and, uh, what was the other nitroglycerin that used yeah. to blow the, yeah. yeah, don't bring that. No. Too realistic. Uh, one of the things they used to do in, uh, well, in the chapter, uh, New Haven building, which is really cool. Yes. They have a uh, a hidden wall behind the treasurer's desk, and that d- all opens up. Really? And which of the rooms? used to put you... What? In which of the rooms? There's like three different... Egyptian rooms. room. The Egyptian room. Okay, cool. The wall doesn't have a... It's a door, but it's just got like a, like a kick stop in the bottom yeah. of it to hold the, hold it closed. And you won't, you're none the wiser. You don't know that it actually opens up. Hmm. But what they used to do in one particular degree, and I'm going to leave that up to mystery, uh, they would put you in a, a harness... They'd clip you to the rope and they'd lower you down the shaft behind there. There's and a shaft behind the door. There's a shaft. Jesus. Behind the door. I knew it. It's like freaking Batman back in the day where they'd open up the, they'd get the little William Shakespeare head, turn the knob, the bookcase spins around, oh, yeah. and they slide down the pole. So it's like but, that, yeah, but without a pole. They, they actually have yeah, like so a harness. No pole, pole. They just drop you down. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They, you have a harness. They have the, uh, you know, a rigging, connector, kind of, a rigging yeah, yeah. system. And they would actually physically lower you down into the hole, and you had to find something items <laughs> wow. in the bottom of the shaft per this uh, chapter degree. 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, this is God's honest truth. I swear to God. But if they you, stopped doing it at a certain point. Well, yes, they stopped liability. doing it. Liability. That's yeah. right. Because because you don't want the seventy-six-year-old guy holding the rope that's yeah, lowering to you down. shoot you in the face. Because <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. And if you're messing her going to the degree. Oh, <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. I never <laughs> knew that. Ectoplasm at the bottom of the... <laughs> I never knew that room was there. Um, yeah, no, I'll have to show you the next time you go to New Haven. I swear to God, though, it's, it's really cool. It's yeah. neat. Sounds cool. And then, But, like, for me, you know, I'm sitting there, I took the degree, and I'm like, aw, because they show it to you after this particular degree. They're like, hey, this is what we used to do. I'm like, there's nothing worse than actually... Yeah, just don't even tell me what you used yeah, to do. Like, even with, like, with, the, with the hybrid thing, and I get while they're doing it, um, listen, no, Here's just what you would have gone through. <sighs> I have to make the disclaimer. I don't disagree with the Grand Lodge with the state of Connecticut for the hybrid degree. I understand what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and keep the craft alive. I'm just not a fan of it. But with that being said, um, and Grand, I hope Grand Lodge doesn't choke me for that one. But I just want to say... I didn't like, pick it up on the last two episodes. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah. You can have an opinion. Um, it's fine. And my opinion is this. They have the hybrid thing. No touching. No, and It's not like that type of touch. It's not like Joe touching. It's... it's <laughs> there's certain movements where you have to conduct everything. Well, they don't want any touching. So what they do is now it's like, well, if this wasn't the hybrid degree, this is what would have happened to you. There's nothing worse than that. Because now it just sucks. Mm. The The... The... It's like, well, shit, I don't want to do this degree anymore. I want to do it the old way. It seems like you could you almost I mean? have... Well, we can get into it offline. No, I'm just... I'm just saying, there seems to, like... So use the other senses to have the same effect. Yeah. Rather than saying, well, what we would normally do is this, this, and this, but we're not doing that, so we're just going to tell you. Well, do something with smells. Do something with sound. Do something with... You know, you can't physically touch them with your hands, but use something on a pole or something. You can't knock know. them down. You always have the cell, the, the smells, and you just go. Right, but there's like there are things. <laughs> That's how know. you knock them down. I'm just saying. One mustn't fart, you'd be on your ass. Oh, That's Christ. it. You're done. Um, or Donnie. Or Donnie. Oh, Congratulations, God. brother Donnie. Yes. Hey. Twins, right? Oh. He had yes. twins? I think it was twins, right? Brother Donnie. Yep. He had two. Two little girls. Was, was that on the group messenger? Yes, it uh, was. Group chat. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Good thing you mentioned it. Brother Donnie. Congratulations. Yes. He you and your beloved. Donnie, Maddie, whatever the frig name he goes by. Um, his, uh, his, uh. Two daughters that he had uh, born, and his wife is doing good. Uh, Ramona and Delilah. Those are cool names. Definitely cool names. Yeah, there aren't too many girls floating around that are their age that are going to have those names. That's going to be special for them. That's awesome. Hey there, Delilah. (laughs) So uh, I'd like to propose a toast to uh, Brother Donnie Matichek for his uh, two daughters being born and as well to his wife. So, brother, right hand arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat. 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 Beautiful. So, uh, so... Just want to get back on this whole thing, uh, and I think we can probably kill two birds with one stone on this one. We can definitively say that this is not a sanctioned degree yes. and or ritual mm-hmm. used by any Grand Lodge, to my knowledge, uh, anywhere in the United States of America and or world- worldwide. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these guys were doing this <clears> of their own free will and accord, uh, making up their little hazing ritual, and quite frankly... Um, 
we're supposed to whisper good counsel in brothers' ears. That they, that was stupid. Yeah, that was yeah. a missed opportunity. That was that was a that was stupid. Um, I I am fully I fully embrace the whole trust factor between Masons, but actually to a point where you can cause physical harm is a no go. Correct. Yeah, I, I trust you guys implicitly without having to go through that kind of nonsense. Right. right. Uh, on the other end of this, uh, I want to talk about uh, the fact that uh, I'm a legal gun owner, and there are three rules, or four rules, to owning a gun. Never point at anything you don't intend to, to shoot. Keep your booger hook off the trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, be aware of the target and its surroundings. And number four is... I think there's five rules, actually. Five? I don't know. <laughs> really? Is there five? Well... Yeah. Making it I mean, safe, they're, they're, making the gun safe is probably one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, treating every gun like it's loaded. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the one I missed. Okay. Right, and making sure that your finger is off the trigger, and you're yeah, you're not putting your finger on the trigger until it's at it's on target. And you're right, ready to fire and, and be aware, aware of what's behind yeah. it. So uh, they're all kind of interrelated. So, and the reason why I want to bring this up is because uh, in this case, it was a stupid move as a gun owner. This guy should have known better, especially if he was a World War II vet. I mean, come on now. Come on, you know. Well, I mean, here's the thing: you can always make mistakes, right? No, like no matter how much experience you have owning firearms, carrying firearms, I mean, but that's in the military, you can still you can still screw up. That's a basic. You can still screw up, which is why you don't put yourself in that particular. Right, exactly. Basic, though. You know what I mean? Like always. Like I even even when I clean mine. I checked that thing three or four times. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, you should. I it's... could see right through the top, right down the bottom, and I put it down, mm. and it's locked open, and the magazine is You stick your finger up the freaking barrel to make sure. But I still know. check it a bunch of times. Yeah. And even though I know, it's not like I ever look down the barrel and go, oh, let me just nah, make sure. You, do you just don't do that. <laughs> right, no. Like, there are just certain things you don't do, and Anytime you have to, you have to respect sight. it. I mean, for a second, you have to check it again. So if yeah, I turn right. my head and go like this and get some gun solvent, and I turn back around, check it again. Like, yeah. All right. mm-hmm. It's just a good habit. It's yeah. good habit, and I mean, realistically, this whole situation makes masons look bad, and it makes, it makes gun legal bad. gun owners look bad. Right. So mm-hmm. I just want to be clear about this: is that this was a stupid move that, as a gun, not only as a mason, but as a gun owner, this yeah. was a dumbass move. Wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't get Agreed. ourselves in that situation. Yeah. So, I and me personally, I don't. I mean, again, we've had this conversation about guns and lodge. We, we've tossed it around the table. I'm totally fine with having a gun and lodge. I don't think it should be out. Number one, unless it needs to be. Agree. And I mean, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about concealed carry. No one needs. I hate when people carry outside. You know, carry out in the open because I mean, I'm I'm of the belief that you don't need to know I have one. Until you need to know what happened. Until you're the one that... Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think that, you know, Mason should be having their, you know, the 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 duel. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the, the, the chest carry. Uh, yeah. and, and you don't need to be flashing around watch. Keep it in your pocket until some idiot decides to kick the door in and decides and Masons are bad. And then you do what you got to do. Yep. So that, that for me is number one. And, and number two, uh, it never... It, it doesn't have any relevance to our Masonic uh, ritual or or history. It's got nothing. It, it, realistically, I mean, I don't even think any of the Scottish rites, they even have any type of fake guns where there's some... I don't even think it's any, any of the degrees. No degree that I've ever been a no, part of. No. I mean, they got swords, obviously, for the, the, the guards and stuff of certain degrees. I but, mean, I can tell you this. There was a part of a ritual... Um, where we had substituted uh, a dagger 
mm-hmm. for another pointy instrument. Yeah, 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 yeah. And RDD came in and said, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are not doing that. That violates the nothing offensive or defensive. I don't want to see that again. I think I know what you're ritual. talking about, and I'm not okay with that either. Yeah, so it's... I mean, anything could be pointy. It doesn't well, you, have to I'm be, trying to mix words. Like, I know. It doesn't have to be an actual implementation. Understand that right. you know, in this degree, you know, in all other degrees, you're blindfolded. No secret about that. Right. So they're not going to be anything otherwise. So if they get... Yeah, it, it could be a toothpick for all they know. Right. It, yeah, it so there's really no reason to be doing anything like no, that exactly. unless you're showing off for, like, the other members of the lodge. And, and that's, the ritual is not about them. It's correct. About it's the, about the yeah, person going through. Yeah. And understand, nobody on the sideline gives a shit. Yeah. They don't right. care that you have a shiny dagger with yeah. a whole Maybe bunch of writing time, on it. Like, Maybe the first cool. time. Maybe the first time we're like, ooh, that's a cool object. But it's like, eh. Because then, like, what if somebody trips and falls into it? Yeah. True. That's not going to happen with the other thing that you use. Right. right. It might hurt like hell. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll even make reference to our giant-ass Tyler sword out there that I have. No Tyler is going to be walking around with that. Yeah, it's for ceremonial. Yeah. By the time they swung that thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's ceremonial. It doesn't have to be uh, sharp. It doesn't have to be a actual weapon. No. And again, it's ceremonial. It hangs on the wall. It's the Knights Templar sword of honor. Right. It's hanging on the wall. It's there for when people walk in and go, ooh. Yeah, nobody carries it. It's but you're not going to have a Tyler walking uh, flank to flank making sure that, right, right. You, know, you know, with a giant Tyler sword, like no one's going to, I mean, there's certain Tylers, certain Masons, I don't even think you'd be able to carry that thing, let alone actually swing it in defense. It's ceremonial. Right. And nobody cares that you have a, a dagger or anything. I don't know. But like, think of, think of if we had a ritual where you had to, to use a sword. So you decide, oh, mm-hmm. let's use that Knights Templar sword of honor. Yeah. But then you have somebody like brother, um, who's the brother that just got his fifty year pin here? Elwin. Elwin. Yeah, I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But oh, okay, Elwin, you're the Tyler. You're swinging the sword tonight. Right. You're like that's just a bad idea. That yeah, that, that could right. go that could go really mm-hmm. wrong really fast. Uh, you know, and truth be told, uh, there was a uh, another uh, brother who had a sword that was non-Masonic. And I'm like, get that thing out of here. It's not Masonic. It's right. not. It doesn't have any relevance to our ritual. You just want to look cool running around with it. No, get it out of here. Right. And I would feel the same way about a gun in a, uh, a uh, ritual-based type thing. I don't even care if it's a freaking cap gun. Like, it doesn't... No. There's no history of it. There's no history. There's no ritual anywhere masonically you're going to find that's like, yeah, uh, uh, the three ruffians went after uh, King Hiram, but he changed the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? There's no relevance. <laughs> He's got one of those little Western cap guns. Do you want the secrets? Do you? Punk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. Hey, like, <laughs> I got your secrets right here. <laughs> but, uh,. Anyway, anyway, I don't. Uh, I'm for me. I think this was this was a stupid move uh, by the Masons, and, and and I hate to say, I mean, I gotta call a spade worth spade though. Is like, I get what you're trying to do, trying to show, but there were so many. There's other a lot of ways different ways to you do could it. have done it without right. that. Right. And I get that the gun is the shock factor of it. I get that, you know, but but. It's I, not. I mean, it's not La Cosa Nostra. Like no, and I get it. It's yeah. probably what part of the case was. Well, that's what the guys on Long Island New York. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah I it's know New York. You know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm tough. I'm from West Islip. You know what? Yeah. 
I'm from the North Fork. <laughs> you are so going to get the shit going. <laughs> I don't think we have a lot of listeners there. But no. They're too busy in the Hamptons with their little uh, yeah. <laughs> Burberry scarves and their MGs driving down the Long Island Expressway. Anyway. What do you say, brothers? Think we beat this one to death? Yeah. Oh, I think we're all going to get beat to death after this one, man. We pissed off so many people throughout the course of this You know who's episode. from Long Island, too? Let's see here. Italians, Grand Lodge. Yeah. Uh, Mark Smith is from Long Island. Is he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Mark Smith. Hey, who else? <laughs> he might be from the Pat Drug area. <laughs> uh, just right. want to say one last thing. Let's do one more toast, brothers. And it'll, it'll make sense momentarily. Uh, yesterday we had a holiday. Are we toasting this oh, dead yes, fly we over here on the table that I found? What's that? Are we toasting this dead fly over here? Eat it. In memoriam. Eat it. You just... There's a fly there. Eat it like what was that 18 wheel. What was that movie? Was that the whole nine and a half yards? Or nine, the whole nine yards when freaking Bruce Willis caught the fly? Right? He like uh, caught caught the fly in his hand and then sucked it into his mouth and then spit it out under the floor. I've right? never seen that movie. I, I You've never seen the, that movie? No. I know what oh, you're talking about, hilarious. but I've never seen it either. But I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Matt Goldswizzle, Canada is good with you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't piss off Canada. Yeah, no, no, no we didn't piss I, off I, Canada. I called no, the Great White North. Not, not today. That's not today. Right. They got a shout out. It's like uh, might have to move there at some point. I'm just yeah, throwing it exactly. out there. Never know. Anyway, they won't take us. No, no, no. They're like. You're those idiots on the podcast, yeah. aren't you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, to, uh, to all of our, our veterans uh, who are listeners and followers of this and veterans just in general, uh, I want to show you guys a belated happy Veterans Day. So, uh, Brother Joe, you're up. Brothers, right hand to arms. To, to arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right, we did it. Thank you, veterans. Love you, Dad. God bless our veterans. Three toasts, three hosts. We did it. And a ghost. Mm. And a three ghost. and three. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking again. By the way, I think we should do three toasts every single time. I mean, three is our number, right? Uh, yeah. 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 But when you go back and listen to this episode, yeah. Remember how I was throwing all those short comments at you? Uh-huh. I don't know if you picked up all the white ones that I was throwing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I picked them up. All right, good. Were you, were you throwing shade on me? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. I said, no well, one paying attention. I would never throw shade on yeah. you because there wouldn't be any. You're so <laughs> fucking good. You glow <laughs> with whiteness. There'd be, there is no shadow. <laughs> the no thing is, I was picking up on it, right? But Ken generally looks my direction, yeah. so I'm like hiding behind the windscreen yeah, here. So I'm still yammering along. I think I said like whitewash, ghost. Transparent. <laughs> it's all in there. <laughs> I, had to, I had to shoehorn some of them in there, but shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's shut this down before we get freaking nuts. Yep. For the Freemasons podcast, I am right worship brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship brother Joe signing off. And worship brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Don't play with guns. Yeah, stay away from the loaded firearms unless you know what you're doing.